Hi, this is Nicholas Backstrom. Caps fans, don't forget to catch the Caps This Morning podcast every weekday on Apple iTunes, Spotify, or whatever you get your podcasts. This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. Round two of the preseason tonight with the Devils in town. Lars Eller returns to practice after an injury scare. And Joe Beninati will join us to get you ready for tonight's game with New Jersey. Good morning, everybody. It is Wednesday, September 29th. Welcome to Caps this morning here on Caps Radio 24-7. All's well that ends well for Lars Eller, who left practice Monday with a lower body injury. The club called it precautionary at the time, and sure enough, He was back out there yesterday, seemingly no worse for the flare-up. Good news for a team already missing Nicholas Backstrom down the middle following a 3-2 shootout loss to Boston Sunday. Caps looking to even their preseason slate at 1-1 tonight at home against New Jersey with a lineup, Ben, that should have a few more regulars getting some game action. Yeah, including what, for all intents and purposes, could very well be the top line to start the season. Alex Ovechkin will make his preseason debut, reuniting with Evgeny Kuznetsov, and he'll be joined by Anthony Mantha. That's a trio we've seen at the start of training camp. We'll see how they look in some game action here. And you look as well, TJ Oshie will make his preseason debut. John Carlson coming off a procedure uh, on his knee in the offseason. He'll get his first preseason action here as well. And Ilya Samsonov as well. So yes, quite a few of the, the big boys, if you will, the regulars. And you put it together there as well, John. You have your number one power play unit. Sands, Nicholas Backstrom, of course. But yes, starting to see some pieces of what you might see come opening night as far as combinations and trios, at least with that top trio involving Mantha. So yes, a little bit more regularity there. And then at the same time, some of the young guys who impressed the other day on Sunday, Connor McMichael, Hendricks Lapierre, looks like another opportunity for those two in particular to show what they have here. Speaking of Mantha, yeah, occupying some pricey real estate, playing with Ovechkin and Kuznetsov looks like a preview, as you said, of some regular season coming attractions. Mantha appreciating the placement. I'm excited about the line in general. I mean, to play with Ovi, it's unreal, and Kuz is such a good player. He calms the play down. So for me, it's just to be intense. I try to win my one-on-one battles down low, try to come out with the pucks, uh, put pressure on their defensemen, and create turnovers. And with Kuznetsov specifically, Mantha also knows you better keep your stick on the ice because a pass could come your way at any time. He'll find you. Uh, I mean, I think it's the same thing as playing with Backy last year. He's able to find you wherever on the ice you're going to be at. So to try and play smart and just open up at the right time and uh, maybe set a little pick for him to skate. You know, he loves to carry the puck. So let him do his thing and then just, like I said, open up and try to find the open area. Ben, big things needed from Anthony Mantha this season. It was an awfully quiet finish for him last year after a really nice start, but he's got all the tools and he's got a ton of talent. And a terrific opportunity here to potentially start the season with some of those big boys. And he provides something. He brings something, as he alluded to as well there, in terms of what he can bring to that line, how he can complement Alex Ovechkin and Evgeny Kuznetsov. We've acknowledged before, John, sounds like good work if you could find it. Sometimes it could be a challenge playing with really world-class elite players like that, playing with Ovechkin on your opposite wing. But what Mantha does bring to that trio... 
Obviously, the size comes to mind, the six foot five frame, the ability to park himself atop the crease potentially and cause havoc in that manner to create space for his line mates, to win puck battles, to keep possession in the offensive zone. There's a number of boxes that he checks, some skill set that are maybe a little different to complement what the other two are potentially able to do there. So certainly an opportunity there. We've seen Tom Wilson excel playing with Kuznetsov and Ovechkin. We'll see how Anthony Mantha does in that position because he certainly seems uh, getting quite a quite a bit of a look here at the start of training camp in the preseason for sure. Heading into tonight's game with New Jersey, caught up yesterday with Joe Beninati at MedStar Capitals Iceplex, looking back at Sunday's game against Boston and ahead to the lineup tonight against the Diablos. All right, so with one preseason game down here on Caps this morning, getting ready for the Caps and the Devils tonight. The man will be on the call on NBC Sports Washington, Joe Beninati, joining us here. I thought it was kind of a fun game on Sunday with, all right, the result doesn't even matter, but the fact that you had enough guys that showed us something, and that's always kind of fun when you've got guys, especially like a Martin Hosh, who hadn't even played in two years, uh, doing their thing out there. This was kind of a, a fun start to camp, I thought. And I thought you were clairvoyant. You told us there was going to be a shootout, and it was. <laughs> regardless of whether or not the game was tied after 65 minutes. Everything, I thought, turned out uh, nicely. Uh, obviously, the, the wind didn't go in the wind column, but for the most part, it was great for all of us to be back inside the arena, uh, at least to get our feet wet and, and back on the sixth floor at Capital One uh, in our respective booths. Um, it, there was a sense of normalcy there. I thought um, watching the game that there were a number of encouraging signs. You, you mentioned Hosh, and the first thing that jumps out to you about him is his size. He seems to be uh, comfortable in terms of his setting, in terms of the rink uh, here in North America, and he covers ground. Uh, so the more that you can do that as a young defenseman, the better. Uh, rangy is how I would describe him, and I think he'll gain more from a composure standpoint the further we go along. But there was, you know, that's that's a promising sign to me for down the road. Um, you know, Locker and I were talking about it during the game. You and I and Sabby have talked about this from time to time. There aren't very many job openings, if there are any, for this team. But to see the young guys show some promise, that's a good thing because we know that the Caps are an aging squad and there's going to have to be changes eventually. You've been here long enough to know what high school hockey in this area was like in the 90s and early 2000s. And let's talk before Alex Ovechkin. Craig had a chance to talk with Joe Snivy a little bit. He had a nice night for himself, first preseason game for him to be able to step in in this year and, and show what he did, and another guy who showed himself pretty well. I love the fact that when Alex got here and you didn't really have the high school programs, I'm thinking Northern Virginia specifically, Maryland too, but now you've got a kid who's playing on Capital One Ice who may be one day put on the uniform in a regular season game and how inspirational that is to all the guys who are playing high school hockey and girls too who would say, hey, listen, you know, dream big because you never know where it might take you. You go back to that uh, summer of 2004 when Alex was drafted and then he makes his incredible burst onto the scene in the NHL and you keep hearing about Boy, the impact that this is going to have, and I, I do this with air quotes, uh, grassroots, the grassroots impact that this is going to have. And you sit there and you go, okay, I can't wait to see, and I hope that I'm around here long enough to see it come to fruition, and voila, there's an example of it. And you see it every day, you hear it, and you, whenever we're around MedStar Caps Iceplex, if we're here when there are fans here, and there are youngsters here, teenagers uh, players who are going to be playing at high school age. How did you fall in love with the game? Well, that guy number eight really, really impacted me, and I, I just became the sport I wanted to play. How cool is that? I mean, this guy has had that kind of an impact now for 
going on umpteen years, and we're starting to see more and more players, young boys, young girls at the youth hockey level, at the high school level, who are performing better and better. Maryland is not, or Virginia, D.C. area, not going to be confused with Boston anytime soon in that regard, but it's growing. It's getting better, and we can always point back and trace it back to the grade eight. Current events here and from the beginning at camp, obviously not the best news to find out that Nick Backstrom not going to be able to go out week to week, and who knows if he's back for the regular season. At least here at MedStar Capitals Iceplex today, Lars Eller back on the ice after a little bit of a scare yesterday. This team, when it comes to center depth, it is and has been the strength for so long. Losing Nick, obviously, you don't replace a guy like that. Lars Eller is going to have to step up. Hopefully, it looks like he's okay. But a little bit of a concern here as we go through the next 10 days, two weeks, getting ready for the regular season and thinking about the center position. I enjoyed your line as you were walking through the media corps that the Tiger has been cleared by the vet. Uh, very nicely done by you. Um, it's good to know that Lars is going to be there. And I, so many times last year, you could see, you could tell that he was dealing with things, but the grizzled veteran that he is fighting through those things, whether it be the neck or the shoulder or multiple groin muscle injuries. This is a guy who plays hard and plays through the pain. And uh, I just, I hope for his sake that he's feeling good at the outset when camp breaks, when the regular season begins. But with regard to the center depth and Nicholas Backstrom, I've said this, we've all said this, that I don't know that there's a player on the Caps who has more responsibilities on his plate than Nicholas, maybe John Carlson. When you are missing or potentially missing Nicholas for any amount of time, there's going to be an impact there. I sure hope it's a short time frame. I hope he's feeling better. I hope, however, the the medical staff and Nicholas decide to to rehab this um, hip that's been bugging him for some time now. I hope it all works. Fingers crossed. Because you cannot, I don't think, as a Caps fan, hoping to see Washington be in competition and be really competitive in the Metro and, and be where we hope they should be. If you're missing Backstrom for long chunks of time, that likelihood starts to fall. Uh, with regard to the center depth, though, John, I, I think you know we're, we're starting to see some good things. And I don't know how to project 19- and 20-year-old players like LaPierre and, and like uh, McMichael but when you see them skate and stretch their legs the way they did in an NHL preseason game against Boston, and albeit against the Boston team that was mostly American leaguers and ECHL players, I still like what I saw. I like the composure from LaPierre. I like the speed. Uh, he, he showed me more skating ability than I had imagined. McMichael is the kind of player who I know is the crown jewel prospect for the team now. I thought there were flashes of really good things uh, in the first preseason game. I know he's going to get a number of chances. I hope he plays all six of them because I think he wants to make that impression on Peter Laviolette. Should there be an opening? Should Nicholas Backstrom not be available on opening night or maybe perhaps the first couple of weeks? Hey, coach, put me in. One of the things that we'll be looking at heading into the game tonight, it sounds like Alex Ovechkin may get his first taste of preseason hockey in this fall. You've got Evgeny Kuznetsov and maybe Anthony Mantha as well. We've seen that line together quite a bit. Might be a preview of coming attractions as we get toward the regular season. But if you're Anthony Mantha, boy, you're a long way from Detroit now, aren't you, when you've got a chance to potentially play with a couple of guys like that? Yeah, I saw. I think we saw those connections between those three players briefly last year in the, in the pandemic-shortened season. I think Anthony has the skill set to merge and blend very well with the two Russians. And then I like the size of that line. When you really think about it, 
you know, Kuznetsov is a much bigger man than we all give him credit for. We, we think of him as shifty and speedy and clever with the puck, but he's powerful. His his lower body, the legs are huge, and you know how big Ovechkin is. And if folks don't know, Anthony Manta is all of 6'4", 6'5", and 230, so that line would be a handful, both from a skill and a physical standpoint. If they're cycling you to death in the corners, I wouldn't want to have that defensive responsibility whatsoever. Anthony, though, I know is going to relish the chance, and if he produces the way he did, remember at the outset when he first joined the team from the Motor City, if he goes like that, then he'll just stay put right there, and that just gives you added further depth down the lineup. If you're moving Tom Wilson from a top-line spot down, if you're moving TJ from a second-line spot down, that's a good thing. It's going to get them... I think, better competition to work against with regard to defense. You're not going to be playing against the other team's heaviest defenders. Appreciate the perspective. See him tonight on NBC Sports Washington. Caps, Devils coming up second of the preseason. Thank you, sir. Anytime. You know it. Thanks to Joe Beninati for stopping by. Ben, another note on tonight, too, and this is the return of Michael Kempney. And it may be a game that doesn't count for anything, but you can't tell that to Michael for this time. He is back out there, and we haven't seen him in so long. He's got a lot of teammates and fans that are pulling for him as he gets back out there tonight, finally. Yeah, and for a veteran like Michael Kempney, it's funny. He said this jokingly the other day, John, but he was serious too. He was asked if he's looking forward to the preseason, and I think it was Tom Galitti who asked him that. And Before Tom could even finish the question, Kempney cut him off and said, yes, very much. I can't wait for the preseason. I want to get in as many games as I can. And as a veteran, you don't often hear that. Kempney was very serious. He legitimately is, is chomping at the bit, looking forward to getting that game experience. It'll be his first game action at the NHL level anyways since the, the playoff bubble in Toronto, going back to August 2020. He did have a cameo rehab appearance with AHL Hershey last spring, but this is a long time coming for Kempney. You look uh, over the past few years, John, these are serious ailments. Hamstring injury, an Achilles injury, an MCL sprain last spring when he was trying to work his way back. So his teammates feel for him. It's not fun. It's a lot of lonely hours. It's a lot of hard work and rehab. And you do it all for an opportunity like this. Another chance to crack a lineup, to become an NHL regular once again. A lot of guys in the room are pulling for Michael Kempney. And at the same time, again, there's a serious vacancy as well that he's in competition to fill, trying to re-enter that top six, trying to earn regular minutes again. There are openings on the left side. Seems to have Michael Kempney's name on it, along with maybe a Trevor Van Riemsdyk, a Martin Ferravari, as we've discussed, fighting for those minutes. But here it is that the journey continues for Michael Kempney and uh, another benchmark here as he gets into preseason play. Yeah, going to be real interesting to see when we get to opening night what those D pairs are going to be in one place. Uh, we'll be finding out as we get closer to the 13th of October. You mentioned it earlier, Ben, the power play. Tonight, more or less, the varsity is going to get a look, but obviously no Nicholas Backstrom either. What do we expect to see tonight out of the power play? The difference is, you can say, as opposed to normal. I mean, the normal fixtures are there. Ovechkin in his office, Carlson at the point, and... TJ Oshie in his usual spot in the slot. What we expect to see with Backstrom not there, Evgeny Kuznetsov will handle the half wall, and then you insert Anthony Mantha. He'll park his caboose again atop the crease and try to cause havoc atop the crease and use that big frame to make life miserable for the opposing goalie coming up tonight against New Jersey. So, yeah, it's an opportunity, too, for Mantha. I should highlight that. We, we mentioned his opportunity at even strength. He now has an opportunity as well. He'll see power play time throughout the year, 
But this is an opportunity here on the number one unit with the big boys to be on that top unit and uh, to potentially, again, uh, use that big frame of his from in close. So we'll see if he's able to take advantage and we'll see how that one timer from the, the office. We'll see if uh, the, the real estate in the office is open against New Jersey here. But it uh, should be fun to see Ovechkin winding up again. Yeah, I see that on the power play five on five. Good to see number eight back out there as the Caps hit the ice tonight against New Jersey. Game time at seven o'clock, both here on Caps Radio 24-7 and on 106.7. The fans should note that due to travel restrictions this preseason, this has never happened in now 11 seasons for me here, but we are not traveling for the preseason. So no radio from us after the game tonight until the exhibition finale next Saturday at home against Philadelphia. So we'll make the most of tonight's show, Ben. The podcast continues strong all week through and into next week. Coming up tomorrow, we're going to recap the game with the Devils and look ahead of the weekend. The Caps heading out on the road to face the Flyers on Saturday. Ben, we'll see you at the big rink tonight. Have yourself a great Wednesday. I know you're devastated. No road travel in the preseason. Happy game day, John. Happy Wednesday. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Caps! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com. Or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.